I'm Colleen Smith. I'm Mary Jo Smith. No, no relation. relation. Uh, tonight's theme uh, is, or today, depends on when you're listening to this. Sure, you could be listening at any time. Yeah. Good is morning. The first time uh, I adopted a pet. Yes. Yes. And we have some very exciting guests. Uh, why don't we let you guys introduce yourselves? Say your names. Hello, I'm Tanya McClure. <laughs> Tanya's a woman. Hello, I'm Candace Brown. Candace, Candace is, is a, a grown woman. Yeah, and I'm Karen Mariama. That's my real voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we should mention that uh, running the technical magic is Ian Smith. No relation to me. But related to me. It'll all make sense. Yeah. Otherwise known as Phones. Right. Yeah. yeah. Phones. He just phones. got that nickname, Phones. Phone Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'll start. Because uh, I like to start things. So my adoption story is... Um, uh, I've had dogs throughout my life uh, that my parents have adopted and then we've had and they're magical. But the first time I personally, as an adult, adopted a dog was Blue, who all of you have met. And he's a, a yellow Labrador, tops out at 60 pounds. <laughs> um, and he's a real sweetheart. Now, the adopting of Blue was relatively uneventful in the sense that uh, we, we saw him uh, via the internet. We went to go meet him. Uh, he was magical. There were some bumps along the way, but eventually we got him. But the most interesting part about Adopting Blue was we did it through one of these agencies, and they they we had to meet him, and then uh, we had to be approved by someone who would come to our home and examine <laughs> our home. <laughs> so this, we, and you you don't know, and we're I think we were this was uh, seven years ago. So it was in my twenties. I was you know young. And afraid of being evaluated mm -hmm. by someone. And so, were you living where you are living yeah. now? Okay. So, okay, so just paint the picture. I live in a giant apartment building that has no character, but it's giant. And it's right by Running Canyon. So for people yeah. who live in L.A., you know that that's a great thing. And if you don't live in L.A., it's a giant park in the middle of the city uh, that is a dog park. So it's a perfect place to, if you're going to live in an apartment to have a dog. And this woman comes over, and she's just all of these women. I believe are the same. They're like heavy set in a weird way, um, <laughs> oh <my laughs> like it's God. it all pools in their lower half, like dog show walker. Yeah, people. dog show walker yes, women, like yes. they're the same, like just bathed in khaki from head to toe, coming from some job. Yeah. So she has a real job, and this so this is a real hassle for her that somebody. <laughs> Wants to adopt a dog. But it's also like a point of power for her. Like, she's just a bank teller, but then every now and then she gets to, like, yeah. crush someone's pet dreams. And she has the self-righteous indignation indignation of somebody who's actually had the justification of, I've, I've you know, met people who've turned dogs in. I mean, Blue was a dog that was turned in. We got him when he was three. But when they walk in, like, you don't know anything about dogs and you're a moron, you instantly get defensive and sad and you're like, just give me that goddamn dog. <laughs> so, so she walks into our apartment and, like, scans it and is looking. She's like, oh, you live, what's that? She didn't even know what Runyon is. I'm like, well, I guess you don't know a lot about dogs, lady. Yeah. Um, and we're like, it's a dog park, so it's perfect. She's like, yeah, I guess it is perfect. Like, she kept repeating things we said like yeah. she was telling us it. Um but everything was kind of going okay. Like, she approved of the fact that we were sisters. Because my sister and I adopted Blue. I think she's coming. I don't know if you can get yeah. excited. <laughs> she's she's, yeah. she's yeah. She has the legal authority to recollect Blue after all of these years. Okay. Um, but she uh, she approved of the fact that we were sisters. Like, not some flaky couple that's going to break up. Or, you know, people who just bought a home was going to get repossessed. Um, 
<laughs> but she did check like how long we'd live there. I think there was a credit check. I mean, I think a lot of things were done. Um, but she gets, she sees that we have a patio, which has a very high fence uh, or high railing. Railing, um, and it's solid cement. There's no there's no slots mm-hmm. for a dog to get through. And she's like, oh. So that's that's a patio. Are you going to let the dog out on the patio? And we were like, no, I mean, uh, if we're home, maybe when we're out there, but we would never leave him unattended on the patio. You can't leave him unattended on the patio. You can never leave your dog out unattended mm-hmm. on the patio. No, we never would. I mean, it didn't even occur to us ever <laughs> oh to leave God. him unattended on oh, the patio. And then you just say, but you can't. Yeah, but you can't. Yeah. Right. But you you can't. can't. You just make sure you can't. Just make sure yeah. you know that you can't. Like, you, where are you planning on leaving him? Uh, and I think we'd said, like, we plan when we leave to the kitchen door closes, and we're going to get a crate, but we haven't done it yet, because this is all happening very fast. But we'll leave him in the kitchen so he can't get into stuff, and then we're going to get a crate. We're going to crate train him. Okay, because you can't leave him on the patio. You know you can't leave him on the patio. <laughs> no, I know. We would never leave him on the patio, ever. We would never, ever. I don't even know why he would be on the patio. See, but cue you going, so can we leave him on the patio? <laughs> <laughs> so then we, but then she needs to go outside and judge the height of the patio. And she's like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. He may not be able to jump off of this, but he might be able to jump off of this. And it, and it reminded me of it, and Candy will appreciate this, and this is why earlier when I was saying that my story will involve Dachau, is <laughs> <laughs> there's this kind of person, especially like a, I think a woman who's not listened to in their life, who they if they want to tell you something and if they want to prove a lesson to you there's nothing you can say to deter them from their monologue and we were in Dachau very sad, horrible place. Yeah. Rainy day. Uh, rainy day. I think it always rains when you yeah, go to the doghouse. Yeah. It always when I went there. Rainy, drizzly day. I made this. the mistake of wearing striped pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's so nervous about it. Like, every time I was like, like it just, do you think anyone noticed? Uh-huh. And Alan, who I we call Alan. I wore a big yellow star when I went, but nobody said a word. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> it's all right. I'm a Jew. Um, I feel better. Oh, yeah, you're, you're Jewish. Yeah. She's Jewish, listeners. Yeah. Um, so Alan, we call Alan because his name was spelled with A-L-U-N, but I'm sure it's just Alan, uh, was our tour guide, and he was taking us around, and we were towards the end. We'd seen mm. all the horrors of Dachau, and he his big point of his speech and the reason they keep it open so people can see it is like, don't ever forget this. Like, this is a horrible place, but also that humanity, not just Germans, are capable of these atrocities. And he made this very eloquent point Mm -hmm. about all of this and that we never forget and how liberal, like, Germany kind of was right before this happened, so don't think you're ever safe from this kind of mob mentality. And he's like, everyone, every country has been capable of these things. And everyone's just, like, solemnly nodding, listening to this man wax philosophical about, you know, horrible things. And this woman was like... It's like North Korea. And he was like, yes, uh, ma'am. But he's, you know, this is an international crowd. He doesn't, you know, how many North Koreans are in the, you know, have escaped to come to Dachau. Um, (laughs) And he was like, yes, ma'am. And she was so upset by the fact that he wouldn't let her, like, expand or that Mm -hmm. he didn't disagree with her that we, she just kept saying, you know, because in North Korea, it's like a concentration camp. And we wandered away because we got uncomfortable for Alan. And every, like... Five minutes, she, um, every five minutes they would get like slightly closer to us, and we would just, she was still talking about North Korea, like in a loop, because mm-hmm. she couldn't get the satisfaction of him either fighting with her or just letting her do her North Korea monologue that she'd been saving up. 
I don't think Dachau moved her at all. I think she was just like, I want to go someplace where I can tell people my opinions on North Korea. And I believe that that woman is the same woman who... (laughs) (laughs) If she needed to tell me about my patio. And by the way, lady... He goes out on the patio every once in a while, and he peeks over the edge because we pass groceries over there every once in a while. <laughs> but he has never jumped over, and he's never left unattended. So I kept my promise, you jerk lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the story of he's, adopting. And he's blue. so sweet. Yeah, he is, he's, he's the so best dog. I love Blue. <laughs> <laughs> How did you name him Blue? Jennifer was just like, "We get a dog. We should name him Blue." Oh, okay. And I was like, okay. Even before you'd met the dog. Before we'd met him. And then we, we saw a friend of ours sent us a thing. It's like, these two brothers are up for adoption. And we saw there's two yellow labs. And we were like, that's him. And then we got him. And it was perfect. And the lady that he was supposed to go to, like, he wasn't really connecting with her. Which doesn't make any sense because Blue loves everybody. Yeah. yeah. And then he saw he me. Was your dog. Yeah, he was my dog. And he saw me and he lost his mind. And I was like. That's my baby. It's meant to be. Anyway, that's my story about Blue. That's awesome. Yay! I'm not telling you. You notice everyone that I did not chime in on that. Visually, everyone knows. I was saying yay, but... Yeah. There were hands, tiny clapping. It was really... So adorable, actually. claps. Well, I'm going to tell the story of Natalie who is the um, first little dog that I ever owned. And I should um, I should probably say that I used to be a complete fucking souse. <laughs> um, the, that'll play into the story. Um, but Natalie was the super sweet little dog that I had, and um, she was part of a... When I, when I went to the, um, the dog pound to find a dog to adopt, she was part of like 84 other dogs that were were evidence she was in a hoarding situation Mm -hmm. so um so she wasn't available for adoption right away because she was evidence so i would go up and over the hill like every other day to go visit natalie and sit with her and hold her little hands Mm -hmm. through the little dog (laughs) the little dog (laughs) fence with her giant long macaroni nails and um, she was sweet. She was sweet. <laughs> um, uh, but I really wanted her. Like we connected. She would see me. She would. She got to where she seemed to expect to see me, and she, you know, was nice. It was super sweet. So they were going to put all of those dogs that were evidence up for up for auction over the weekend. So I drove over the hill first thing in the morning. So I would be the first one there. So I could put my little $40, which is all I had in the world at the time, to adopt Natalie. And I was certain that somebody was going to, you know, overbid me. But nobody wanted her. And so I won. And she was $40. And you, you, What about the, don't forget to include the piece of information about why, why probably nobody wanted her. Oh, because she had a gigantic dog, Gina. <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she was a little min-pin mix, and she had the most... Gigantic dog Gina you had ever seen. <laughs> What's a minpin mix? She was like a little Chihuahua miniature pincher mix, so okay, she was yeah. tiny, teeny, teeny yeah. tiny. Are except they known for, for their large vaginas? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that that's a specific trait, but um, <laughs> they're it was. supposed to grow into them. Oh, okay. She, she Maybe she was she a didn't. she was a runt. She, <laughs> she was a runt with a giant dog peepee. Um, <laughs> you mean where it goes like peepee? So it looked like a boy dog then. I well, don't remember now. Yeah, we had no, no. and engorged kind of. 
Well, she was young. She'd never had puppies or oh, anything. It was just... That's right. I remember Natalie. Yeah. yeah. It was like just... Yeah. It was a yeah. little bit swollen. Yeah. She, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was okay. really large. Incredibly large. <laughs> yeah. So, pulled focus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Pulled focus. Nobody wanted her. <laughs> Except for me. Um, so... So you I don't know. Save twenty bucks, then maybe. I know. I know. I, know. I was like, <laughs> "Oh man, down, right?" I could have eat. I could have eaten beans yes, with this other twenty dollars. Um, but yeah, so I ad- I adopted her, and she was my first small dog. And so, uh, you know, what I would do in my apartment is I would drink all day, and then put Natalie in a little dog carrier bag. You know, those little like fancy <laughs> Paris Hilton kind of bags uh-huh. that you carry your dog around, and I would just bounce off of walls through my apartment with Natalie in the Natalie in the bag. And she loved it. And I because <laughs> you never went out. Yes, I never but went I remember, out. You know, <laughs> Serato and them all those guys. Uh, yeah. Like her neighbors. Because remember they all live in that same apartment complex. Yeah, we had like a little compound. Brian. Anyway, uh, I remember and little Natalie was the happiest dog ever. Because yeah, she, she was always so around people. Yes. She always, very sweet. She was very sweet. sweet. Very sweet. Um yeah, so sometimes I would put on costumes to put on wigs and put Nat- <laughs> put Natalie in the bag and get trashed and <laughs> not go anywhere and walk around my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so uh, well then sometimes I would have to go out in order to get liquor. So I would put her. This is not. I'm not. I'm not uh, recommending that anybody drink and drive. But I did drive to my liquor store. With Natalie on the dashboard. Don't do that, people. That's not good. Um, so, so, so. Did you ever get pulled over for that? Oh yeah, I did. One time I was going to well, Starbucks. But that's another show. That's an, that's my first DUI. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I never got a DUI. I should have oh. gotten a DUI. But I one time I one time in the morning I was really hungover and put Natalie in the car to go to Starbucks and some cops pulled me over and asked me if I was living in my car because I had probably. <laughs> three tons of shit in my car. Uh, not literal shit, yeah. but you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Costumes and wings <laughs> and a dog in the dash. Yes, and, yeah. a, and my dog on my dashboard. Um, but uh, I didn't have, I, this is a great segue, I didn't have um, Natalie as long as I would like to have had Natalie because uh, I, uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I, uh, I went out with my friend Michael, who lived in the compound, too, and uh, we, he was my drinking buddy at the time, so we would just, you know, play rock band and get wasted. And, and one night, we're, we decided after we were already wasted that we were going to go out to the bar and get some drinks. He had money, and so it was, that, was like our, that was like our pattern. One of us had money, we, we would buy stuff for chicken fried steaks, mashed potatoes, and vodka. <laughs> it was... It was delicious. Um, but but one night we went out to the bar and I don't remember I don't remember very much after we got to the bar. I was like playing pool with a twink, I think. But I don't remember anything else until it was like three in the morning and I had to get up and go to the go to the bathroom and throw up. And and my friend Brian was living with me at the time. And so I went. Out, I got up and went to the restroom, and then I went back into my bedroom, and then I found Natalie dead, dead in the sheets. And um, and what had happened was, I was so trashed and wasted that I laid on my dog and killed her. So, um, <laughs> so, 
So uh, I have uh, I have Natalie right here. Everybody, here's yeah, Natalie. Yeah, she's, yeah. And my life is a lot different today. Mm-hmm. Um, took me a while to clean up my drinking act. Um, I was still drinking after I after I killed my dog, but life is uh, my life is improved now. And when we uh, when we have a nice spot in our backyard in my new place where I live in my new life, I'm gonna plant Natalie with a tree or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, wow. that's my story. Wow. Uh, it's tough. It's yeah. tough, Tanya. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, you know, some bad times there, mm-hmm. but things are better. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I miss, I miss my dog and can't stand that I, that I'm even capable of having something like that happen. But, but you know, but if it's you know what it's happenstance. It's a, you know it's not something you deliberately did. So you can't, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Plus she had a good life and she was with me. Yeah, so and she really did like going around in that bag. Yeah, so, <laughs> watching <laughs> intervention. Oh my god, <laughs> I love it. Be inappropriate. <laughs> I watch Snapped and Women Behind Bars a lot. <laughs> so we know what Karen's uh, future is. If, yeah. If you're watching Intervention, you you will murder someone and yeah. end up behind no, bars. No, I just... Well, I have little dog. We have little dogs now. This is the first time I've ever had a little dog. And, and they sleep in the bed. And I get paranoid. Like, I mean, I'm not drunk or anything, but, like, I, I'm so aware. Like, I can't mm-hmm. even imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You How just horrible. sleep a little lighter yeah. with a small dog in the bed. You're kind of always a little aware. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you're not, like, totally just conked out. Yeah. Wow. I ne- I've never even thought about the idea of, because I've only had big dogs, or, like, you know, 30 to 40 pound dogs. I've never thought about yeah. the idea of something small. I, I guess I slept with my niece and nephew, and I was like, oh, they're little. But yeah, then yeah. you never sleep, because they're just kicking you yeah, the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And, it, you know, I think I have awareness or, you know, without being drunk, like, have total <coughs> yeah, awareness exactly. of where everybody mm-hmm. is. And, yeah. But, you yeah. know, just being completely soused yeah. out of my fucking mind. Um, well, you know. at least you're alive, because, remember, well, anyway. Let's well, just somebody, said, somebody did say something to me once, and, you know, I think this is a nice thought, but, uh, you know, somebody suggested to me at some point that, you know, Natalie's gift to me was saving my life. Yeah, she <laughs> contributed. She was a piece of your, yeah. you know, path. Yeah. yeah. I would imagine that's a lot easier. Or a lot, it's very, I would imagine it would be hard for me to just say, yeah, and let that be enough. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds so arrogant. <laughs> it sounds so yeah. arrogant, too. It's like, oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, Karen. Is it me? Yep. Okay. Uh, I will tell you about my first, because um, I am on my fifth animal, I think, that I've rescued. <laughs> I do think that, uh, this is true, I really think that if I could, I would be Ellen Burstyn in Resurrection, where I would run a little gas station oh, yeah. on the way to Nevada. With a two-headed snake. With a two-headed snake, and like... 20 dogs and just rescue cats and they would just run around and it'd be a random goat if it needed a, hel- a home <laughs> and that would they would be welcome that would be my 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 dream existence you know but um my first one is i a dog you guys have all known i um 
I, used, I, I still do. I was at the Groundlings, and there was a jewelry store called Faux next to the Groundlings. And there was this gay guy named Dale who ran the jewelry store, and he had this beautiful Springer Spaniel named Sadie. And, um, oh, shit, I'm not going to be able to get through this. <laughs> you guys are not going to be able to get through. Sorry. I'm going to need a break. Um, but she would sleep in the jewelry store, or she'd sleep in the sidewalk outside the Groundlings. So whenever we'd go, I'd go, you'd have to pet her, or you'd step over her, because she would just be sleeping. And she was so well-behaved, she would just just stay in the, the shop. And so I just love that dog. Whenever Dale needed someone to walk, the dog, I would walk Sadie. So at one point, Dale said, um, I'm moving to New York. I can't take her. Do you want her? And I was married at the time. And I said, yes, sure. And he goes, well, Bill, you're, <laughs> you're eighth on the waiting list. Oh. Just, you know, just checking, though, but you're eighth. And there were like two, like Maria, who used to work in the office. She was like third. She goes, I'm third. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Like, she was, like, happy that she was higher on the list. And I was like, oh, man. Why did he feel the need to have such a long list? I don't yeah. know. Because everyone loved that dog. And everyone has patios. The yeah, dog yeah. And he <laughs> wanted, I guess he wanted a choice, you know, or right. I don't know. And But long story short, when it came to actually committing to have the dog, you know, people say, oh, I want the dog. But then when it comes to, like, well, here she is. Right, yeah. They couldn't do it. And so I came in, and he goes, so do you want her? And I went, What? He goes, yeah, no one will take her, so, or can, so you can. And I remember he, the next day, gave me her dish, her kibble, and I took her. And I was so afraid, like, I want her to like me so bad. I said, oh, you know, I remember him saying, she loves El Pollo Loco. I said, well, we're going. (laughs) (laughs) We're going. So I had her on the back, and I drove through El Pollo Loco and just fed her chicken because I wanted her to love me. I didn't even ask Brad. I don't need some, you know, if if I could do it. And we had a dog, and she was like, she's the best dog. I brought her to class. She was a fixture. She was a fixture at the Groundlings. I brought her the office because I worked in the school. I remember she she bit the sparklets water man. Uh, she bit somebody. She because the, the the but he didn't care. It was he was yeah, scared. Yeah. He had those these empty so bottles. Mellow. Yeah, he, she was so mellow. But the bottles were rattling in that little um, dolly uh-huh. that the sound scared her. She went. Rah. Um, <laughs> but she went to classes. She was written into sketches. Um, I she was in my advanced sketches. Remember, I think uh, Caitlin Olson wrote her in a sketch, and because um, she just you know and. I mean, everywhere. I had her everywhere. And I brought her to, uh, when I was directing Sunday, she was there um, in a workshop. I mean, I had her. She went everywhere with me. And then when my marriage ended, she, that was the big sticking point of who got the dog. And uh, it was really, it got really ugly. And my parents were mad at me because I said, well, he can have the house. I'm just getting the dog. Well, that's crazy, Karen. I said, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. It's an even trade. You can have the house. I'm keeping the dog. Yeah. You know, and luckily it worked out. You know what I mean? He realized that I'm the one that found the dog. It was my dog and everything, so I got to keep her. But, yeah. yeah. So I had her for, yeah, 16. 16. Pictures of her everywhere. I have I have pictures that people drew of her all over my walls. Aww. Like, you know, friends who were animators um, wrote, drew pictures of her with me. Um like portraits. <laughs> I still have them. And I still have my two new dogs who are great, who are rescues, you know, who 
fell into my lap right after she passed. Um, but Sadie's always my first. Yeah. Just so you know, guys, not, you'll know my credit card or anything, but she's my password. She's still, <laughs> she's still my security password. She's yeah. still my security question. Um, well, she, like, I, I always knew, like, there was, I, I was always prepared for you for that day. Mm-hmm. Would go. Thank God like, you were there. Were always yeah. people that you think, oh God, this is going to be. I mean, it's always bad, no matter what. But that one, I always knew, like that day is going to be really, really. Good it was rough. Bad. I didn't come out of my room for. I'm not exaggerating. Probably 48 hours, just to go to the bathroom. I didn't come out. Yeah. I didn't come out. I was like fetal. I was. It was. I was inconsolable. It was. And then, you know, my neighborhood's such a dog-friendly one, so walking around without your dog is yeah. brutal. But no one will, you know, replace it. It's just, it's awful. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. And I remember you were really sweet. She sent me some stuff. I got, like, you know, all these, because uh, people knew. And yeah. that, But that's even harder when you get those emails or you get those, you know, those cards. It, it actually is just like, <sighs> you know what I mean? You know, it's t- it's hard. Yeah. So I still have T-shirts with her picture on them. It's really kind of gross. <laughs> How old was it's she when gross. you saw her at the store? Was she? She was a year and a half. Oh, she was like yeah, a, almost two. Baby. She was still pretty young. And you so had her sixteen years. I had her fourteen, 14 and a half, and I remember when I had her about four. Dale moved back, and he was trying to get a hold of me because he wanted her back, uh-huh. and I was like, it's not gonna. And I remember, Whoa, I remember the manager, the manager, or maybe it was two years. I'd only had her a couple of years, and the manager said, "No, don't worry about it." I told him he's he's a, he's out of his mind. Yeah, mind. nobody, you don't. Just, no. I'm gonna let you. Yeah, go. and I want her back. Yeah, the manager who took over for him after said, "No fucking way." You know what I mean? You're okay because yeah. it was. I was like freaking out, like dogging oh, his phone calls. And, yeah, he wanted her oh back. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the thing where you know something's coming up. Like, Blue's 10 now, and everyone goes, oh, because he's a big dog. I know, it's awful. Mine, too. But what's interesting, I think, because I don't know if you guys had pets as kids, but because I lost three, like, major, just, like, hardcore pets that were, like, my existence as a kid... That with Blue, Jennifer and I, those of you who are listening to this, Jennifer's my sister and co-owner of Blue, we sometimes pet him and go, I love him too much. Like, this is a problem. I know. I love him too much. And then we look at each other concerned and go, shut up, stop talking about it. (laughs) He's young and he's vibrant and he's beautiful. And then we just move on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, I I had dogs when I was a kid that... that, my parents had them before I was born and um, so I didn't rescue them and they it was horrible because they ran away Um, this isn't really the story I planned to tell but they ran away they got out and then we searched and searched and couldn't find them but they we didn't know they had like crossed into a a different county and so (gasps) we don't really we think they probably got put down Um, but um, Fanny who is in the house and is only quiet because I gave her a bone right before we started this recording this podcast. <laughs> we just got Fanny because so for the the truth is that Fanny is really the first dog that I have ever adopted because Cece well, you, came with Tanya. Yeah. So <clears throat> and I have allergies. I love dogs, but I have allergies like and um, what? Karen's sweating. Everyone, just so you know, I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> no one would have known that unless you said it. Okay. I just want to let you guys know. I want to acknowledge it. <laughs> it's important for the, you guys can for stare. The so Plus, you know. I'm sorry to text because 
someone was supposed to walk my dogs tomorrow and has the days wrong. So she's feeding them twice. They've already eaten. Oh, no. And so I'm texting her going, don't, don't do, do it. it. And then my cat who's got a weight problem, she already fed them. I already fed them, my cats. She sounds... Oh. No, she <laughs> Don't feed them. Anyway. Anyway. Too. So... Ugh. Fanny is uh, new to us by only a few months. So, um, uh, and and this is how we came about getting Fanny. We um, we recently went. Uh, someone everybody here knows our friend Chase, and Chase said, um, Chase is so waspy. Said, would you like to come and spend the day on a boat uh, and take <laughs> and a tour of yes. the harbor? Oh, and yes, you can yes. bring your dogs, and it'll just be this lovely day. And we said, well, of course we want to go spend time on a boat with a bunch of white people like let's go do that so we you know we went on a boat and it was very like it was very boaty and everybody brought their cute little dogs and chase has cute little dogs oh, yeah they're cute little uh, they're schnauzer. Schnauzer. they're little so things. cute well behaved and they have these great character faces and and we had such a lovely time on the boat with the dogs and the wasps and then <laughs> we said um connie and i said uh oh we should get one of those little schnauzers and they had come from redondo beach schnauzer rescue and uh, we're like, well, we're in, we're, we're in the harbor, so let's see if they're still open. But they had, like, just closed, so... And there's so many schnauzers in Redondo Beach. Apparently, that they all <laughs> migrate to Redondo Beach. So, uh, what's happening? I just have to sneak out. She, uh, this isn't going through, and she's going to feed all my animals twice. Okay. Yeah. Go, Sorry. Go. I'll be right back. That's right. We can always <laughs> edit it out. Well, it's just that it's, I can't get my text through. Yeah, we'll okay. go over here. <laughs> Take it from the Anything top. Anything can happen. <laughs> uh... So we were like, oh my god, these these schnauzers are so cute. They're so like they look like they look like characters in 101 Dalmatians, you know, like the the little uh, uh, Scottish terrier that buries the far steps ahead and to the left. That little dog, he's so cute. He's like my childhood animated. Anyway, um, <laughs> I wanted one, so we went on Pet Finder and um, we just all the only parameters we put in is that we wanted a small young dog, female. That was the only parameters. Um, because Cece, the dog we already have, is better with other girl dogs than with boy dogs. So that was it. We didn't, I mean, I don't even know that we put it in age because I think we were willing to adopt a senior dog. Yeah. So I think we yeah. just mm-hmm. said small female dog. That was all we wanted. And the first dog that came up was this cute little terrier mix. Schnauzery. Schnauzery baby. And I was like, oh my God, there it is. And it's the first dog and it was right down the street. It was like 10 blocks, this is more than 10 blocks, but like a mile that way. Like that's it. Like, this is meant to be. And she's so cute and she's perfect. Oh my God, she's so perfect. Look at her. Look at how beautiful she is. She's going to be the sweetest, nicest dog that ever lived. She's not. Um, we brought her home. Uh, and uh, this, the, the background story about her, we've named her Fanny, Little Orphan Fanny. Um, and Tanya has given her the middle name of Lynn, so she's Fanny Lynn now. Um, but um, she was found in the in a... In the intersection of Venice and La Brea, for those of you who are not in Los Angeles, that's a very big, um, congested, busy intersection. She had a leash and a collar on. um, And this woman who was visiting from out of the country pulled her into her rental car. And um, uh, pulled her into her rental car out of traffic and out of harm's way, but didn't know what to do with her because she doesn't live here. And was driving around and saw this eco dog wash place up on Pico, called the number on the outside and said, are you a shelter? And the woman said, I'm not a shelter, but just bring her here. I'll help you. So she went there and this woman, Karen, who's like the nicest person, total 
dog lady who just, you know, she, like you, she would probably join you in the middle of nowhere with a two-headed snake. <laughs> you guys would probably get along really well. Um, and uh, her name is Karen, too. No relation See, to you. To be. Um, <laughs> so Karen um, first took Fanny in, and she was a mess. She was chipped, but the chip, and the chip led to a payphone outside of a liquor store. There was no name on the chip, and the people at the liquor store said they thought that she had belonged to a homeless woman, but they hadn't seen the woman in a long time. But, you know, Karen had done her due diligence. She'd had her for seven months and had put her on find a pet and put posters up and but no one had ever we were the first people to ever inquire so we brought fanny home and um i think within the first three days she had bitten two people <laughs> including candace right didn't she bite you when you came over for the dinner party was that was amy smallman she no she bit amy but she bit you too when you when i, remember. I believe so when we took those crazy photos skin. no <laughs> didn't draw blood or anything but um She's um, she's better than she used to be, and that you know I just adore her. She's so cute, but I'm used to Cece, who's so with me, very affectionate, and like I overly love Cece. Mm-hmm. Like this morning, yeah. I was late for work because I laid in bed with Cece, and she burrows her head in here <laughs> in my hair, and and I kiss her like a thousand times, and I whisper, "I love you so much." I love mm-hmm. you so much. And Fanny will let me do that. Yeah. So, I, like, I'm hoping, I'm praying, because I haven't had her that long. I'm really hoping and praying that we get to that place, because she's so little and cute, and I want to, like, I want to put her right mm-hmm. here and go, I love you so much. But right now, I don't <laughs> love her that much. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> she's still biting people. Yeah. She's still, she has no level. She's really loud. She barks like Brenda Vaccaro. <laughs> she's really, ar, ar, ar. That's like, just no levels no matter what. Um, yeah, it's like, I love you. I hate you. It's all the same. Um, But she's so improved. Like, when we got her, she was just... she didn't have any hair. She had no hair. She was swollen from, like, just bad diet and kennel dirt. And Mm -hmm. she just smelled bad. And she just had that horrible, bad, cheap food gas that dogs get when they're rescued. (laughs) It was just horrible. And now she's just... I mean, you know, she's lost, like, a pound and a half. And she's got a whole bunch of hair back. And we... Got yeah. she had all these polyps on her tummy. We had those taken off, so she's doing so much better. Yeah. But I just I want to get to that place where I can just say I love you so much. I love you so yeah. much. Like I love her, but yeah. I need her to love me back. You yeah. have to cuddle her. She's like submission. a cat dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, my cats lick people. Really? Like dogs. I have really weirdly affectionate cats. Yeah. Who... cats. Do they grow up around the dogs though? Yeah, That's but they're weird. just they are like. <laughs> but who wants a cat licking their face? You know what I mean? Do you? Do you? <laughs> yeah. And, just, and they close their eyes and just lick like you're... It's kind of like they're, they get turned off. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I mean? If a cat can do that, I'm sure. Little Fanny will get there. But Fanny I, get I, there. I, too, and Tanya and I will do that, too, where we lay and we think, like, we look at Cece and we think, oh, my God, we love this dog so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't think about the day. It's horrible. Like before we had adopted Fanny and Cece had to go to the hospital one night for why did she have to go to the oh because of that back injury. Yeah, anyway, back injury. we had to leave her overnight in the hospital and coming home and opening the door and having no yeah, one no, running yeah. at you is the worst feeling. I had never experienced that. I had never yeah. experienced the lack of dog. Yeah. So the first time of experiencing that where I was like, oh my God, and there's her dog toys are still sitting there. Mm-hmm. And even though she was only gone for a minute. Yeah. 
And we, yeah, we turned right we around, around and we did visiting hours. <laughs> we turned, like, visiting hours are still there for another two hours. So we drove all the way back and sat on the floor with her. <laughs> she was all drugged out. She didn't know. Yeah. 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 She knew. She, she I know. It's, it's, that's the thing. See, like, I, I hate myself because I've set myself up four more times in the fall. And why don't they live longer? And I feel like when, I mean, it was devastating when I was younger, too. I mean, it was devastating, but now, like, I feel like the older I am, I'm like, oh, my God, it's, it's like, increased to the 10th power devastation. Just, just, mm-hmm. just looking at it coming down the road, you know, coming down the train ship tracks, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, I think you have to create a history with your dog, you know, so Fanny, you don't totally love her yet because you just don't have enough history. Yeah. You know, I think it's you're funny right. when it clicks in and you're like, oh, oh, Fanny. oh you're my, yeah, you're my family. You know? Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, because Tanya works at home. So Tanya, we're tight. We're tight. Tanya and Fanny have bonded very quickly, oh, nice. but I would leave the house every morning and come back. And so. She would curl up on on Tanya's lap. She would sit next to Tanya on the couch. And the first time she did come and sit next to me, I was like, oh, don't blow next it. to me. Yeah. I was like, yeah. don't blow don't it. Don't move. Don't move. <laughs> don't move. Yeah. Yeah. And when she does kiss me, her tongue is her tongue feels like Oscar Mayer bologna. Oh, yeah. I know. That's so weird. But it's got that weird. Yeah. It, t- it, f- it feels like a piece of bologna rubbing on you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. How do you know? Have you rubbed I've rubbed Oscar Mayer Bologna. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's an Eastern European beauty episode. secret. Yeah. <laughs> um, First time I got sexual with lunch meats. Yeah. That's another podcast. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Candy Brown, bring us home. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll start with the fact that as a kid, I was not allowed to have pets. My mother said something about them being filthy. <laughs> but I think it was probably because... You know, we were poor and she couldn't ration food or, you know, another mouth was unacceptable. So, you know, there was a there was a parakeet that flew into my yard when I was five and I sang it songs and she found a rich lady with a big picture window, she claimed. <laughs> and there went the parakeet. And then in seventh grade, I lied and said I need somebody gave me a rabbit because I was, I'm working on this magic trick. And then my mother called the L.A. Zoo, who was just um, in the midst of opening a petting zoo, and she told them it was an English flop, like a, a rare breed bunny, and they took it. And the next time I saw the bunny, it was like be on a cart being petted by filthy children. So, so there. this is going to be a bit of a cautionary tale that... If you do not allow your children to have pets, <laughs> it could go the other direction, where they grow up and own a farm. Um, so the first pet that I chose myself, you know, as soon as I turned 18, you know, I went to the Glendale Humane Society and was going to adopt a, a cat because that was something I could handle. I think I still lived at home at the time. Um, I was like 18. Oh, yeah, I said that. And um, <laughs> I was of legal age. Um, uh, I was like, I'm going to vote and I'm going to get a cat. Um, and this, uh, this teenager comes up to me and she's like, can you take this cat? Um, 
I'm going to college and we can't keep it. So I, I was like, let me see. And it was a black <laughs> and white cat. It wasn't super tiny or adorable, but I was like, what's its name? And she's like, its name is Gavin. And I'm like, that's my brother's name. Oh, fine. Give it to me. Yeah. You know? So I had this cat. Um, but the first, first pet that I chose myself uh, was, her name was Mama. We lost audio. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, y- you guys have to bear with me. It's okay. Right. Hey. I saw her in the window. Of oh shit. Okay, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> She's a dog. My pants don't fit well. Okay. Something. <laughs> okay. Thought it was a dog cat. So. Cat. Uh, in Pasadena, there was a place called Pasadena Pet Exchange, and I looked in the window, and next to this black cat was this um, this kitten the size of my palm, a little orange girl, and I went right in, and I bought her for $20 plus tax, <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, so I took her to my boyfriend's house because I've always had a boyfriend, right? <laughs> like, never failed. Let's not have any alone time. <laughs> okay, different podcast. Um, so I took her, I took this little girl right to my boyfriend's house and under the bathroom sink, she was infested with fleas and I picked, I washed her and I picked every little flea out. And, um, she was just the prettiest girl and um, she, there's something about cats. So she's been with me. She, that was September 1995. Wow. Um, and she passed away two days ago. So she was two months shy of 20. 20. Wow. So let's oh think God. about 20 years um, with an animal. Uh, since then, she's, you know, she's seen everything. She's been with me my entire adult life through every dumbass boyfriend. When I sat across from you, Karen, in level two, and you're like, so what do you think? And I was like, I'm tired. And you're like, fine, you pass. She was there, you know? Um, When uh, my mother passed away in 2004, she was there. when I got my first dog, Pre, from the Pasadena Humane Society, I have such good luck with pets from Pasadena, who, who is an amazing, beautiful puggle who changed my life in so many other ways. She was there. Mm. Um, she was a round, you know, orange, you know, <laughs> amazing girl. And... Um, she, there's, I'm, I, I've been trying to think about what is the difference between a cat and a dog because I have three dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
the cautionary tale. <laughs> I have three dogs and two cats. The second cat came after her. She was there when my mm-hmm. boyfriend was like, my cat is getting in fights with my roommate's cats. Can you take him? His name is Jake. And I'm like, gimme him. Come on. You know, like, <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> these animals come to me. Um, uh, and there's something, you know, I feel like a dog can make you feel like a kid. A dog can... There are definitely quiet and intimate moments with a dog. Um, But a cat... I felt like she was... My friend. My oldest, dearest friend. But my witness. Mm -hmm. You know, she... She... um, She was there no matter what. And of a year ago, you know, she had a blood test and um, it all looked good. There was a little bit of beginning of kidney stuff, but for like 19, you know, we were so happy. And um, I, my, I had a birthday party in middle of June and I brought her out. I'm so glad I did. Um, and I like pranced her around and bragged. I'm like, isn't she beautiful? She doesn't look a day over eight. <laughs> um, cause she was just gorgeous. And, and, um, and then, so, you know, she, she was there when I got my dog and then when I moved in with some dumb boyfriend and we got a second dog and then I broke up with the boyfriend and moved out and Frida the you know the the little the little stray that came into my driveway who became my third dog and I through all that I became a I got trained I got certified as a dog trainer now I like I I really do think one day I'm going to grow up. I mean, I'm going to wake up with, like, a silver fro and, like, (laughs) chunky jewelry (laughs) and 20 dogs. Resurrection. Yeah. I mean, it's just... And it's fine. Like, I'm so into it. I I don't mind, like... You know, it's weird I get older, too, like, the whole sensible, comfortable shoe thing. Yeah. Same thing with pet hair on your clothes. Oh, yeah. At some point, it just doesn't matter. No. And people tell you, you got pet hair all over your clothes. Yeah. And you go, eh. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and it should, you know, you should care. And yeah. you just, like, my mother just got so mad at me. I went for, you know, like, Thanksgiving, which is pet hair, covered in pet hair. She's like, can't you just, did you, you know, why don't yeah. you take that off? one? Because I'm going to pick them up again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's my thing. I'm going to pick them up again, yeah. so I don't need to. You're like, the, the car hair. I drove here in is coated in It's coated in there. <laughs> But yeah, you know, Colleen they, and they, I were just they, they do bear witness. I think that dogs are your like your the people the kids that fawn over you and your cat is like that that just kinda one that like for me as a middle kid that doesn't want to cause trouble. Yeah. Kinda does on its own terms, but yeah. Wants doesn't want to be a bother. My yeah. cats are. They just are there and they don't want to be a bother, but they want to do what they want they've yeah. earned that right and people say you know cats are so independent um and they are but that's what makes the connection so special um 
anyway, so... Mm-hmm. Why did you name her Mama? Well, when I was... When I first got her, okay, she purrs. She always <laughs> purred so loud. And she would eat anything. Like, she would lick a strawberry. She, <laughs> you know, she'd eat yogurt. You know, later when I had the dogs, they would all sit around me, including her. And she'd, like, paw my hand for some of that, you know, pricking with chicken. Like, she, <laughs> you know, I'd have to suck off the spice and she'd get a little piece. Um, so, initially, I named her Harley because I was young. It was the 90s. <laughs> And I was like, she she purrs and she eats like a pig. Get it? (laughs) I'm signing up for the Groundlings. Um, I really got something. Um, And then and then somehow, I just yeah. The vet asked how that happened. I said it just it just happened. She's just such a loving mama. Harley is the cat naming version of getting a tramp stamp. (laughs) Yes, yes, it is. It's so funny with names because we rescued a dog at one point. We actually did rescue a dog before Fanny, but we had to let her go because my allergies, I couldn't keep her. Mm. And originally we thought about, one of the names we thought about was Sadie, but we were like, oh, we can't. That's Karen's dog's <laughs> name. Like that that name's sacrosanct. Mm-hmm. That yeah, is, you can't do Sadie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my sister ended up, we named her Clementine because we felt like she'd gotten clemency because she'd been mm-hmm. busted out of jail. But then we, so, and my sister ended up adopting her, and then my sister called and said, we changed the dog's name, and I said, to what? And she said, to Sadie. Oh, wow. She was to be Sadie. I get it. And it's weird. She's a black and white, she has similar colorings Mm. and size to Sadie, and it was so weird that just randomly, my sister, right, we didn't Mm -hmm. tell her, and she just, yeah, we named her Sadie. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Mama was such a mama. Like, you would never know that from... Her being yeah. a kitten, but she was a big, giant orange cat. Yeah. And she was healthy the whole time. Twenty's amazing. Until, you know, maybe a, the last week. I mean, I noticed in the last two days that she, you know, she always slept, like, near my head. And and then she she wasn't in the bed the, the last couple days. And I noticed she was in a weird... She was in my closet sleeping. Mm-hmm. And then one, the day I took her rushed her to the vet I was changing her water and she laid down in the cat box and I said that's yeah, not right yeah. and I I felt her fur and it it wasn't like her skin wasn't retracting like she was dehydrated yeah. and her her gums were white and so I begged you know when vets are like I'm sorry it's Tuesday and they're like mm, we're all booked up my next available is Thursday at 2 30 mm-hmm. and you're like no, <laughs> you know, so I begged and said, please ask her, you know, and so they let me come in and on her lunch break, my vet looked at her and called me and said, it's more critical than we, than I thought it would be. Um, she has fluid in her lungs, which mm. could be cancer or heart disease, um, her retinas have like detached detached from high blood pressure Mm -hmm. so you could take her to emergency and tap her lungs and go from there but she has so many things that you know I think it's time and I was like well I have to I I need to take her home then I'm going to do it at home and and then I called Colleen and um I was you know crazy upset like sobbing like mm-hmm. and 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 so Colleen came with me and I'd never been through 
this before. Um, and I just, I feel like I got so lucky with the experience and maybe, you know, you guys did too, but they brought us into this little, really beautiful little room. Um, and, and I held her and she purred so loud, didn't she? Mm -hmm. Um, and the, um, Dr. Heather came in and she, she, she could tell that the fluid that she had tapped her chest previously, the fluid was returning. And so I, you know, it happened and it was as peaceful and lovely as it could have been under the circumstances. And I, you know, when you have to say goodbye to like, maybe you guys know this feeling. It's like they're being pulled from you, but it's through, like, every pore of your body. Like, they're just being squeezed out of you. And it hurt. But it was the right time. And I'm just so... I just know that I got more than I should have. Like 20 years, I got so lucky. But it happened. It happened on Tuesday, and it's Thursday, you guys. So <laughs> bear with it. So the house, yeah. the house is missing something. Yeah, you're missing something. I'm missing something. And I had to call. Did you guys have to call and order ashes? Holy shit! I couldn't get through my credit card number. And she's like, do you want this tapestry box or do you want the wooden cedar box? And I'm like, I don't know. It's the tapestry box. Nice. Yeah. That's the wooden cedar box. Yeah. yeah. That's it. And I'm going to get a paw print. Yeah. They, they're going to take her little paw, which I kissed. And I thanked her. And, and it was lovely. So anyway, I'm going to post a little album because <laughs> I won't be able to see how beautiful she is. Anyway, we choose this life. We love animals that live a certain amount of time and bring us such great joy, don't they? Yeah, but it's hard. Like, I can't even listen to that. Yeah. It's hard for me even because it makes me relive it. Yeah. And uh, I didn't think it was that amazing when it happened to me. You know? I No, I, I yeah. didn't, you know, it was like I didn't expect it. I didn't, yeah. you know, I was in denial for a really long time. But How uh, long ago was that? This is crazy. Uh, almost 10 years. Yeah. No, almost 11. Yeah. That she died. And I'll still drive and just think yeah. of it, and it'll make me cringe. Mm -hmm. Like, what yeah. did you, why did you do it then? And, you know, yeah, it, yeah, it just yeah. was like... Oh, there's tons of guilt. I still can't even... Yeah. And that's... It's like 11 years. Because yeah. Lola's 10. Yeah. My, my new... My, you know... You knew Lola's 10. Yeah. Lola's yeah. 10, Maggie's 8. And so... It's been that long. Anyway. Woo. But wow. when you That's put a tough. costume on them, right? Yeah. How great is that? Huh? You guys, this podcast is sponsored by Cat Pet Costumes. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I say Cat Pet Costumes? By Pet Costumes. Pet yes. Costumes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. www.petcostumes.com. Yes. Got an alligator yes. costume for my dog. Yeah. Can't get flower costumes. That, that was rough. Jennifer buys blue that are too That was amazing small. story. That was amazing. Oh, yeah. Thank you for... I'm so sorry... Okay, it's okay. That's so crazy that that That's just That's life, happened. right? Yeah. We love and we lose and we put one yeah. thing over the other. Yeah. yeah. 
Thank you guys so much for being here and telling... I should turn this microphone. Yes, right. turn it to you. Um, thank you guys so much for being here and telling us your stories. Before we finish, um, do you guys want to tell people how to reach you, like via Twitter or any website? shameless plugging anybody any wants plugging? to do? Let's just go around the table. Twitter. Tanya. I'm on Twitter at tanyamcclure.com. That's T-A-N-Y-A-M-C-C-L-U-R-E. That's my real voice. That's your that's your <laughs> website, but what's your what's your Twitter? No, that's my Twitter. Your Twitter is at TanyaMcClure.com. Oh, I didn't mean this add the dot com part. It's just Tanya McClure. It's just Tanya yeah, McClure. The dot com thing, I was like, I Yeah, I'm no, no, old, no. But I didn't. No, Not the dot com part. Just the T A N Y A M C C L U R E. Cut this out. Why don't you try again? Hey, you can reach me on my Twitter, which is at T A N Y A M C C L U R E. That's Tanya McClure. <laughs> Everybody's gonna wonder why was that so funny. <laughs> My Twitter handle is at Candy Brown Town. I won't spell it. <laughs> yeah, it's candy but is it candy with an I or a Y? A Y, Candy Brown Town. Karen, you got anything? I do. I'm at Karen Moriyama. It's spelled the way it sounds. <laughs> it sounds confusing. I know. I thought you did. <laughs> I do. We'll put it on the website. Yeah. Actually. All right. All right. We'll, we'll, it'll it. be there. The Speaking of which, we have a website, which I can never remember the name of. What is it? Uh, it's, it's myfirsttime.net. No, it's myfirsttimepodcast.net. Myfirsttimepodcast.net. You have to spell out With first. A, you have to spell out first. So myfirsttimepodcast.net. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter at myfirsttimepod. Yes. Because you can't have that many characters. This is many characters. Yeah, that's as many characters we can have. Yeah, at my first time pod. And then uh, my Twitter is at Mary Jo LA. And my Twitter is at Colleen Smith, C O L L E E N S M I, which is Smith shortened because there's a lot of Colleen Smiths out there. Sure, there are. Um, relation. Uh, SMI? SMI. Oh, Colleen Smith. Colleen Smith. Colleen Smith. Okay, got it. Uh, thank you so much to uh, Ian Phone Smith. Yes. Phone Smith. Smith. Uh, and Tanya also designs our website, and we'll take there'll be delicious photographs on there that are also Tanya's delicious photography. Yeah, Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Hooray! 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 Hooray. 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 Robust clapping! Robust clapping!